Thanks again for all who continue to listen. Now, season three, episode 22, Duck CPR. So this afternoon when I got home from work, um, I take care of my birds and I've amassed this large collection of birds and it's sort of an inside joke to my staff, but I have a mixture of ducks and geese and guineas and turkeys and chickens. I was trying to think if I had anything else. Turkeys, guineas, chickens, geese, and ducks. Just those five. And so it's rather relaxing and I'm on my way to starting a hobby farm and I'm actually Rudy who does my neuromonitoring. Um, He has offered for me to buy one of his heifer cows in December so hopefully I can get some pens ready but I'm slowly amassing this hobby farm and I love it. Um, Back in Virginia there's this large garden called Maymont and it actually had a petting zoo and it also endangered or it it housed um not endangered animals but different animals that it had helped rescue and I just I I I don't know maybe I'm like an earth angel but I love animals and my daughter loves animals and so we tend to like to do different Um, vacations where we get to see animals. But that being said, this afternoon, um, actually last night, I went to, I went on a date with my dad to Equalizer 3. And my dad and I love movies and we love scary movies and action movies. So we tend to, um, I, I, um, had a case cancel yesterday. So my day was short. So I was like, dad, um, because my daughter has been sick. And I was like, if Talia comes home and she's feeling good and she doesn't need any help with her homework, and the equalizer is showing at 710, do you want to go? And he's like, sure. And so when we were coming home from the equalizer, which I love Denzel, I actually whispered to my dad, hey, dad, Denzel reminds me of you so much. But that being said, um, a coyote like shot out of like around my yard when we came in and it wasn't like 10 o'clock. It was like nine thirty ten. 10. I was like, Oh crud, but it didn't have any birds or anything in its mouth. So I had actually gotten some, um, solar motion lights and I was like, I need to put those out, um, for coyotes. Cause I'd seen some hawks and I, um, I'm sort of nuts. I got like this 12 foot skeleton. Um, and also, anything shiny like helps it, it it inhibits them diving down and so I actually went to like five and below and they had all these like disco balls for like five dollars and so I put disco balls on my trees so the light the sunlight reflects off of them and since I did the skeleton and the disco balls um I don't want to say this out loud but I've not had any fatalities in my army of poultry. And so make a long story short, I was like, um, with the coyotes. So I digress. So basically 
Um, when I came home today from work, I was trying to get these motion lights set up. And I have a set of geese and my last set of ducks. And I'm actually sort of raising them as little, you know, ducklings and, and uh, geese like together. Because I have ducks down at my tank, but I thought maybe if these ducks are friendly with these geese, maybe they can sort of bridge uh, bridge that. Because I try to get geese earlier, but I was only able to get geese later in the season. And so usually when I get home, it's so hot, I put them, I have a little kitty pool, I fill up with water, I let them swim while I clean out where they're, where they're at. And, you know... Like I said, I have this like grand theme idea that I'm going to have all these like petting zoo. Um, and I just, there, there's actually, uh, the May um, farm here, um, has a petting zoo and actually they're very close to my dad. Um, actually my dad, uh, Brenda May and she passed away, but her father was actually substituting for my dad back before I was born, it was like in 81 and he had a farm and he actually, when he was substituting for my dad, cause my dad was out because his father had passed away. And I actually found my, my grandfather's death certificate. And I actually found out that he passed away of like uh, lung cancer cause he was a smoker. And, um, I digress, but basically uh, the May's father was, uh, substituting for my dad, who was a coach at Lincoln, which was a junior high school at the time. My dad was a coach and maybe math teacher. My dad was like a biology major in college. So they'd actually try to get him to go to med school, but my dad really doesn't like blood or anything like that. So, um, he ended up teaching and the family was thankful because he had been substituting and while he was substituting, he had actually had a heart attack. And he passed away, but the family was able to, like, say their goodbyes to him when all this happened. And they said that if he had not been substituting for my dad, who was away because his father passed away, he probably would have had a heart attack on the farm and died, and they would have found him dead. So I remember um, I went to Jackson, and actually Jackson got renamed um, due to Stonewall Jackson and... Um, but anyway, it was Jackson Buffaloes. And so actually, uh, they brought a bison or a buffalo up to the elementary school when I was a little girl. And I was like, I want to do that when I grow up. And I just love animals and I've always enjoyed. And I would go to Maymont and I actually would study. There's a Japanese garden and I would study in the garden. It was so beautiful. And I would go and see all the animals and the petting zoo. And I just loved it. And I always envisioned, like, I want a property that people, because Maymont was like, besides there was like this aquatic area, you could go um, and see like the otters that had like a small fee, like a dollar or two dollars. I can't remember. It was fate free. So you could basically go and enjoy the gardens and the rose, there was a rose garden, an Italian garden, and an herb garden, and the Japanese garden, and it was so beautiful, and I always felt like I, I had a garden in Virginia, and I could always envision, like, I would love to, like, just 
I don't know, like West Texas, it's so dry, but just live in gardens and nature. And that, I just, you know, I'm always stuck in the operating room. So I digress, but so anyway, um, I love animals. And so today I had the little ducklings and the geese and their kitty polk. And I was usually only let them like just five to 10 minutes because they're still young. They really aren't really supposed to be in water, but I realized it's easier for them to transition down to my tank if I introduce them to water slowly. Um, and that being said, um, I went to go sort of arrange these solar, um, motion lights. So the coyotes wouldn't get them, uh, at night because I'd seen coyotes and actually I saw coyotes, um, besides last night with my dad, I saw coyotes Friday morning when I went in for surgery, it was like 645 and they were at the end of our country road. I saw two of them. So I was like, oh man, they're out. Usually I hear them, but I haven't. So technically I've seen them twice in the last week. So I had gotten tied up from that. And so the little ducklings and the geese were in the kitty pole a little bit longer, not too much longer, maybe five minutes longer. And I could tell that they were shaking because it was cooler today. It's been actually a little bit hotter, but today it was cooler. So I'd, uh, uh, washed out their tank and I let it dry and I put down their bedding and I put like four or five, the ones that were shaking the most in the bedding. And I was multitasking and going back and forth. And when I went to put the second group, I saw this duckling that was like, it looked like rigor mortis. I was like, Oh my gosh, you know, it's been less than five minutes. I know, um, maybe two or three, but it looked like dead. And then I like moved it and I was like, oh man. So I actually had a blanket on the back porch and I went to go grab it to scoop it up because I knew that maybe it was it was cold and I needed to warm it up. And I tried to do it and I put it in front of the heating um, lamp and it wouldn't move. And I just was like, oh great. I killed one of my ducklings by keeping it in the water too long. And I was like, well, what would I do if this was a person? I was like, I do CPR. And so I turned it over and I like, was like, I think this is where the duck's heart would be. And I used my index finger and I pumped it like 10 times. Like I gave it CPR. Of course, you, I'm not going to give it mouth to mouth, you know, I, but I pumped it 10 times and then I put it under the heating lamp again and it flickered. I could see the the eyelid flickered and then I warmed it up and it started moving. And so I picked up one of the other small ducklings and I put it together with it almost like I was thinking, you know, you always see those twins that thrive because they next to each other and then it started moving around. And then, so I put down the other duckling and I just carried it around for 20 minutes in the blanket with me and it woke up and put it back. Actually, I, I took it all the way down to the tank and I fed the other ducklings with their feet and I brought it all the way back and I, um, and I saw the guineas get on my roof again and I digress. I, I, I like, they went all the way to the top of my roof. I don't know why they did it. I know the hawks have been flying in and out, but I didn't see a hawk at that time. And they tend to regress and, and do things like that when I see hawks, um, or they hide. But that being said, so the, the duckling didn't appear to have any brain damage. And I kept thinking, you know, you're not really dead unless you're warm and dead. And I knew it was cold, 
but I wonder if anybody's ever performed CPR on a duck before, because I never really, like, I know that's really strange, and y'all are probably going to think I'm so weird, but I felt so bad that I had left it a little bit longer trying to set up stuff so the coyotes wouldn't get the birds, because I'm free-ranging, and it was cold, and it was just like, it was like rigor mortis, but... I saw when that eyelid twitched after I did a CPR, I was like, there's hope and it's normal. And it went and actually there's one other similar like it. And I can't honestly can't really tell which one was the one that I did CPR on. But, um, yeah. So I let my nurses know that I did CPR on a duck and I was like, it was one of the most amazing things I've ever done because I was like, well, how many times are, because there's certain rounds based on an adult or, pediatric like how many times you do chest compressions and I was like I guess 10 but you know and I didn't want to do it too much where it hurt it and so but it was a it, you know a baby duck lean and then I came in and I told my parents I was like you know what I did CPR on a duck and it like woke up and it's back to normal and they couldn't believe it and they said they, they were glad that it turned out good and I said I felt like snow white you know I all these birds just love me and like before I came in like my turkeys and even there's these um they're Talia calls them snowy but they're Delaware chickens and my geese and especially the turkeys mostly the turkeys but the the guineas that are with the turkeys they like will follow me and go everywhere and I feel like a mother hen but I really you know am blessed with God's creation and loving animals and I really think if I didn't, if I wasn't a physician, I would love to be a veterinarian or a biologist, um, someone who study or like studies animals and helps with their existence here on this planet. And I hope everybody else shares my love for others. And on a side note, I'll, I think this is rather funny. Um, since I've, I love turkey, I love like turkey meat, but since like I've been doing this like hobby farm and my turkeys love me, like I have 11 of them right now and they just like follow me everywhere. And I know that's strange, but they, they like, they really love me. And like this, like before I came in, they were like roosting and I picked up like five of them and just, they'll let me like they'll snuggle up into my arm and cuddle in their neck will, um, whether they're the male or female. I think um, they just like, I'm sort of, I guess I'm a whisperer, maybe an animal whisperer. I digress, but anyway, so about two weekends ago, I was going through Panera Bread, and I was like, um, I really wanted a turkey sandwich, but I was like, I can't eat turkey. Um I just think of my my turkeys. I just can't eat turkey after, like, because they're so sweet and, and nice and they, like, are caring and curious. But anyway, I was like, um, can I have the Panera turkey avocado bacon lettuce and tomato sandwich? But do you mind just, like, not including the turkey? Which they didn't include. So it's really sad because it's hard. I can't eat turkey. Now, the chickens, like, the only ones, like, I really like my Delaware chickens. They're very gentle, and I love them. Some of the other chickens are a little bit rambunctious, and 
they're, I can't catch them or, you know, they're a little bit free spirited and I can still eat Chick-fil-A and stuff like that. But right now I can't eat turkey and I'm, and I actually told my parents, I think we're going to have to get ham for Thanksgiving because I, I don't know if I can eat turkey. And even my parents are like, they, my parents, and I never would have thought this about my mom and my dad, the turkeys are so cute and they love them so much that my parents, like even my dad said, I can't eat turkey. I can't eat turkey because they're like little puppies following me around all the, all the time. Like you would never think that turkeys had such a great personality. Like of all the birds, like turkeys are wonderful. And I even like did some research that some of the like Native Americans that had turkeys, like they didn't even eat them. They just raised them for their feathers. And I, I now know why they wouldn't eat the turkeys because the turkeys are like, they're like, they're very curious and caring. They're like puppies. They're almost like puppies or kittens. Or they, they like, they like love you and it's, and they like love you and they want to follow you. And it's not because you're going to feed them. They'll like, they'll like follow me to a trash can. Like they just want to be around me. Just like Scarlet, when Scarlet's around me. And, and so I digress and I see there's like 17 minutes and you're all probably wondering like, will I ever get 17 minutes of my life back? And I'm going to be honest with you. No, you won't. But I guess the moral of the story is um, you can do CPR on poultry and don't raise turkey unless you don't want to like, if you want to give up turkey, don't raise turkeys for me because if you really raise turkey, like where you actually know what you're raising, it, like you'll, you'll not be able to eat another turkey breast again because you realize that these are not just birds. They're like little kittens or puppies disguised in poultry bodies. All right. Thanks again for listening. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed.